prosper in what it has been sent in our lives in the name of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus is Lord over my body, over my soul, and over my spirit. I am not a doubter. I'm choosing to participate and I'm holding fast to my confession of faith by faith, coming by hearing, hearing by the word of the living, listening to the voice of the good shepherd. You will hear my father's voice, the voice of prayer that I will no longer hear, and the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I decree and I declare that no weapon that is fashioned against me, any member of my family, they will not prosper. And every tongue rise on against me in judgment, they are condemned. Every tongue rising up against my family in judgment, they are condemned. I decree and I declare that I can do all things through Jesus who strengthens me. Therefore, nothing shall be impossible with me. All things are possible with me. All things are possible with my family. All things are possible with every family on this altar in the mighty name of Jesus. Because I am honorable. I will bless and worship. Holy One of will lift your name above every other name. Thank you, everlasting King of glory. Bless and give the name of the Lord in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Good morning, sirs. Good morning, man. In the mighty name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. My topic this morning is on serving God and still miss heaven. Loving God and still miss heaven. Is this possible? Is this possible to be serving God and still miss heaven? And our test shall be taken from the book of Matthew chapter 7. I'll be reading from verses 21 to 23. Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 to 23. Here the Lord Jesus said, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, I will not prophesy in thy name. And in thy name I've cast out devils. And in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you depart from me, ye that walk iniquity. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy word in Jesus' name. Amen. Serving God and still miss heaven. Son, my the sad truths is some Christians will miss heaven. Some Christians will still miss heaven. And I'll be talking from my rapture experience some years back. In that experience, I had a dream, and in that dream, rapture, rapture took place. People were being, you know, taken. It was like a magnet. I saw people being taken. And in that encounter i was not taken and i begin to wonder what is going on lord what have i done wrong why me why me lord what have i done and the lord said unforgiveness 
And in those days, if you hurt me or you do something wrong to me, uh, 30, 40, 50 years, I will keep you in forgiveness. And since that moment, actually that morning, I went to look outside. I opened my doors and I looked outside. I looked outside, I can see here cars moving, I can see lights, you know, there was no noise, people were not. I came to that realization and I said to myself, uh, if this it is it's the only reason why I will not make it. And any human being that I come in contact with, I study them. I study every single human being that I come in contact with. I look for the area of strength of that person and I look for the weakness of that person. I know for sure that in the area of strength of any human being, you know, they will always manifest that strength. So I know that that is not a big deal. I'm looking for the weakness. When I look the weakness and I know this is the weakness of this person, and sometimes in some cases I'll pray, I will not allow that weakness in any way to affect me because I know this particular person is only manifesting his or her weakness. So anytime the person manifests that weakness, I don't allow it to touch me or bother me because I know this is the weakness of this individual person. So I formed the habit of studying every single person. And the Lord has been helping me since then. It doesn't matter what the person do. When the person manifests the weakness, I don't even allow it to touch me because I know this is the weakness of this particular person. So, and the Lord has been helping me since then. And thank you, Holy Spirit. It is only a man's weakness that will make him to offend you. Not the strength of that person. It's the weakness of the person that will make the person to offend. And the Bible says that offenses will come. So we need to be very careful. As you manifest your weakness, I don't get offended because I know that you need help in that area. And the only thing I can do is to help that person in the place of prayer, especially coming to the realization that you have been called in the ministry of intercession, interceding for people. I see so many things. I see people are interceding for after they've gotten what they are believing God for. Some don't even talk to me anymore. I don't allow you to bother me. So the manifestation, the area I'm going this morning, is the manifestation of the gift of the Holy Spirit in the lives of most of us. It's not a guarantee that a believer will make heaven. Now we'll be wondering why it's not the Holy Spirit gift. The manifestation of the gift of the Holy Spirit working in our lives is not a guarantee that a believer will make heaven. I don't want to use, or I say a worker will make heaven. I'm addressing workers this morning. As we manifest the gift, it is not a guarantee that you are heaven-bound. Manifest the gift, most times, make us to forget that we are only a vessel that God is using. And most of the times, what we do is we show off when the gift is manifesting through us. Thereby allowing flesh, pride, you know, to take over our lives. Instead of humbling ourselves, son, as the Lord used, as God began to use a person, I want us to get more, you know, get more, humble yourself the more. The more God is using you, humble yourself. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. 
there's no room for a proud person in heaven. Every human being, every one of us, we have pride. There's no room. There's no room for a proud, a proud person in heaven. I have never seen a human being that has no pride. I'm yet to see one. Every one of us, every one of us. It doesn't matter whether you are tall or short. It doesn't matter whether you are rich or poor. Amen. It doesn't matter whether you are beautiful or ugly. It doesn't matter whether you are handsome, whatever. Amen. Every single human being I have seen in my life, we all have pride. My prayer is that, and pride is a ticket to heaven. Pride is a ticket that a person is holding. It's a ticket to hell. Pride is a ticket that one is holding to hell. And the Lord will deliver me this morning from that spirit of pride. The Lord will deliver me this morning from the spirit of pride in Jesus' name. Deliver me this morning from the spirit of pride in Jesus' name. My Father, my God, will deliver me from the spirit of pride in Jesus' name. Deliver me from the spirit of pride in Jesus' name. Deliver me from the spirit of pride in Jesus' name. Deliver me from the spirit of pride in Jesus' name. Deliver me from the spirit of pride in Jesus' name. Having God and still miss heaven. You begin to wonder, but I'm serving God. But some will still miss heaven and they will be saying they are serving God. Oh, the Bible yes. tells me in the book of James, chapter 4 and verse 6, that but it giveth more grace, wherefore it said, God resisted the proud, giveth grace to the humble. Man, as God is using you, be humble. Be humble. Be humble. In any area that God is using you, please be humble. I've seen pride. I've seen pride. I've seen so many men of God, women of God, pride. You know, you would even think they are. You would even think they are the they are the PA to God the way they behave. Instead of being pillars in the house of God, some of us we have become caterpillars, pulling down the church of God by our behavior. The behavior, what we do, we pull down. We are pulling down the church. Someone that is pulling down the church of God, you think that when he calls you home and you stand before him, he will smile at you? In the book of Psalm sixteen and verse ten. Psalm 16, I'm using the message translation of the Bible. Psalm 16, verse 10 says, You cancel my ticket to hell. That's not my destination. The ticket to hell that we are holding, that will not make me to make heaven, that will not make you to make heaven. What is it? Pride, unforgiveness, or so many things. Lies. All the manner of things that we do these days. No liar will make heaven. You have one PhD in unforgiveness, you have to do that PhD in unforgiveness, that certificate, you must hear it this morning. Amen. That certificate that you are holding, 
that is not taking us anywhere, rather hell, that certificate, that PhD, that the highest degree, DSC, you must hear it this morning. That DSA, no forgiveness that you have, you must hear it this mm. morning. Mm. The Bible says that God cancels my ticket to hell because that is not my destination. Mm. Father, please cancel that ticket that I'm mm. holding to hell. Cancel the ticket that I'm holding to hell. It's not my destination. Hell is not my destination. Hell is not my destination. the ability to bear the fruits of the spirit is a guarantee that a worker is heaven bound the ability to bear the fruit of the spirit is a guarantee that a worker is heaven bound. The fruit it was it, it, it is what that keeps me in check. The fruit of the spirit is what keeps you in check. When you bear the fruit of the spirit, it keeps you in check. Amen. You don't misbehave. You are conscious of the fact that God is watching what you say, what you do, how you look at people, what you are thinking inside of you, the fruit of the Spirit will put you in check on a daily basis. The fruit that our lives produces brings glory to our Father who is in heaven. What fruit is your life producing? What fruit is my life producing? That fruit that your life produces is what? Amen. It, it, it gives glory to our heavenly Father. Son and man, we have to cultivate the fruits of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We have to give birth to the fruits. You don't give birth with joy, you give birth with pain. If you have ever seen a woman giving birth before, it's with pain, and the woman will say, I won't do this again. I won't have no, but the last, no, I won't do it again. Because they are going through pain. And for you to bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit, you have to give back to that fruit with pain. So many things that you feel you can do, but you just look the other side. Someone slaps you on the left cheek, you will turn the right. Someone steps on you. Instead of, of, of giving out, or instead of manifesting the old man or the old woman mm. in you, you will say, God bless you. Mm. Even when the person did it intentionally, you look at the person and you say, God bless you, sir. God bless you, man. Sir, we have to give back to the fruit of the Holy Spirit. 
what am I saying? You must be completely dead to the flesh. You must be completely dead to the flesh. Son, Ma, if you see a dead person on the floor and if you kick the person, what will the person do to you? If you see a dead person and you kick the dead person, the dead person will not answer because that person is dead. Son, Ma, we must be dead to the flesh. Serving God and still miss heaven. I will not miss heaven in the mighty name of Jesus. I will not miss heaven in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, you must help me this morning. our greatest enemy is not is not principality. If you can deal with your flesh, principalities will bow to you. Demon will bow to you. Our greatest enemy is our flesh. The flesh does not want to do the will of God. The Bible says that the flesh profited nothing. The flesh does not want to pray. The flesh does not want to fast. The flesh does not want to study the word of God. The flesh does not want to fellowship with God. The flesh does not want to do all these things. The flesh can sit down and watch home video for 10 hours. But put Bible in front of the flesh. An anointing of sleep will come before you know it. The person is already snoring in about 10, 15 minutes. Son, man, you cannot forcefully produce the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You need his help. It is manifesting the fruit that will take me and you to heaven. It is a guarantee. If you can bear the fruit, if you can give back to the fruit of the Spirit, sir, you are heaven bound, man. You are heaven bound. What am I talking about is in the book of Galatians, chapter 5, um, verse 22 and 23. It talks about love. You are giving back to love. You are giving back to joy, to peace, long-suffering, to gentleness, to goodness, to faith, to meekness, to temperance. The Bible says, against such there is no law. You love the unlovable. Someone that knows that you know that the person does not love you, but you still show the person love. As God... You know, love. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Amen. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It is all about love. The gospel of Jesus is the gospel of love. It is not hatred. Show love, son, man. Love. We must be able to love our neighbor as ourselves. They asked Jesus the greatest commandment. They gave them only two. 
He said we should love our God with all our might, with every fiber of being in us, and love your neighbor as yourself. <laughs> Do you love your neighbor as yourself? Do I love my neighbor as myself? It is a big issue. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. He talks about joy. Amen. The Bible says in his presence there is fullness of joy. In the presence of Jehovah, there is fullness of joy. What can we find in your presence? In my own presence, what is there? Is it joy? God will help me. The Lord will help you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. He talks Amen. about peace. Are you a person of peace? Can someone, you know, can, can, can they find that peace in you? Can, they, can people begin to wonder, what, what is this about this person? Amen. Having joy like a river, having peace like a river. Do you have joy? Do you have peace? Amen. Do you have the love, love like a fountain? Do you have it? Do I have it? Do I suffer long? Long suffering is one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. There are nine of them. Can you suffer long with your neighbor? Can you suffer long with your brother, with your sister? Even in marriage these days, there's no more long suffering. Gentleness. Are you a person that they can look at and say, oh, the spirit of gentleness is in this person. Are you a good person? Talk about goodness. Our God is good. The Bible says God is good. They asked Jesus, good master. He said to them, none is good but God. Are you a good person? I've seen Christians that say, oh, I'm a good Christian. But by the time they may be good in church, but in home, they are different behind entirely. Are you a person of faith that people can come to and they come to you and you are able to tell them, that God can, God will do it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Are you a person that is meek? Being meek does not mean that you are weak. It's just that you are completely dead to the flesh. That's all that you are saying. I'm dead to the flesh when you are meek. It doesn't mean that you know you don't know what to do, but you choose to be. An example in the Bible is, is Moses. Very meek. Temperance, the, 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 the last one is temperance. Are you a person that someone said to you that they, they call you a particular name before you know it, you are also, before you know it, you, you turn it into war. Can you control your temper? Sir and Ma, if you are able to give birth to the fruit of the Spirit, you are heaven bound. You are heaven bound. You are surely going to heaven. The Holy Spirit comes only where he is welcome. Anywhere that you welcome him, he will come there. Anywhere that you desire the Holy Spirit, he will come. Where people are thirsty for him, that is the place that you will see him. Where people are desperate for him, Amen. That is the place that you will see him. He never forces himself on anyone. The Holy Spirit will never, he will never force himself on you. 
Do you want him this morning to help you to be at the foot of the Holy Spirit? Are you desperate for him? Do you desire him? Amen. Are you thirsty for him? We can call on him this morning. That blessed Holy Spirit, my Father. I desire you this morning more than the hair that I bring to you. I desire you this morning more than water. I desire you that I cannot be in the spirit of the spirit without your help. I can't I have not been able to be at the moment without your help. I could my father please help me this morning. I am dead. Amen. Serving God and still miss heaven. I heard of a man called David Oshello. Um, it's in the south south of Nigeria. I don't know exactly the state, but I heard it from a man of God, and I believe that he won't be telling lies. They said this man, David Oshello, was interpreting for a man of God, and on the altar, the man slumped, David Oshello slumped and died. And a few days, you know, after they said they went to prepare for his burial, and they were in the mortuary, you know, just um, planning things, and they went to see that he's been well taken after. And all of a sudden, while they were there, the Bible said the man started shaking, started jacking, and all of a sudden, he came back to life. And when he came back to life, the man was crying, no, 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 my pastor cannot be in hell. My pastor cannot be in hell. And they asked him what happened. He said the Lord took him to hell. When he, when he slumped on the altar, he was taken to hell. And he said in hell that he saw the woman that led him to Christ. And he was wondering and asking the woman, the pastor, he said, woman of God, what are you doing in hell? What are you doing in hell? And the woman said, I didn't know that God would come for me so soon. A sister in the church offended me, and I swore never to forgive her. Not realizing that the Lord will take her at that moment. Sir and ma, God can take me today. The Lord can mm. take me to, to today. It's not a guarantee that I would last 100 years. Amen. Sir, if you have been fortunate to see heaven, I tell you, you will be the one begging God to take you. If you have been fortunate to see heaven, God has taken you to, to see heaven. I'm telling you, you will be the one begging God. Say, Daddy, please, I want to stay here. I don't want to go back to hell. That was how this woman of God found herself in hell. Unforgiveness. What is it? That the person will do to you and your future. Sir, unforgivable will not enter heaven. Don't let us deceive ourselves. Let's be sincere with ourselves this morning. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Blessed Father. We worship you, Father. We bless you. Thank you, Jesus. The sister offended her in church and she swore never to forgive. 
Behold, the soul came and she missed heaven. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 and 22, Jesus said, We must forgive 70 times 7, 490 times in a day. What is the Lord saying to us? We must not give room to unforgiveness. As long as we live here on head, people will offend you. People will offend me. Stop deceiving yourself. I will never deceive my people will offend me on a daily basis. People will offend husband and wife will offend each other. Father and son will offend. You know, mother and daughter will offend each other. But Jesus said we must not give room to unforgiveness. And power that you want to keep me in unforgiveness, I command you to lose your hold over my life this morning. In the name of Jesus, lose your hold over my life. Power that wants to keep me in unforgiveness, to lose your hold over my life this morning. In the name of Jesus, lose your hold over my life. In the name of my Lord and my Galatians chapter 5 and verse 17. The Bible said that for the flesh lusted against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And they are contrary the one to the other so that he cannot do the things that that he would. The flesh want to take control of you. And the spirit of God in you wants to take control. Which one must be in control? Of course, the spirit. But the flesh is warring. There is a war, a battle inside of you. There is a battle inside of me. The flesh wants to be in charge. The spirit must be in charge. The spirit must be the one that will be in charge. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. A battle that is waging inside of me. I submit to the spirit of God that is in me. Flesh, I command you to die in me. Every iota of flesh, I command you to die in this in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 24, Galatians 5 24, the Bible says, And they that are crises, amen, have crucified the flesh with their affections and lost. If you say you belong to Jesus, you must crucify the flesh. The flesh is our greatest enemy. Flesh must not have that upper hand anymore in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. When we come, when we come to God, it is no longer on our terms. No more, no more self-will, but God's will be done at all times. 
is father let thy will be done let thy will be done in my life at all times let your will be done let your will be done let the will be lost in yours my father my god let the will be lost let your will be done. 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 The will is known. Let thy will be done. Let let thy will be done. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. What is it? Why do I want to be serving God and I'm not going to make heaven? Then that means I must have been deceiving myself. Some are too big to follow. Anyone that is too big to follow, that person will be too small to be followed. So I don't have a mindset of how a service should go. Some people have a mindset of how a service should go. Let this, let the Holy Spirit take preeminence. Let the Holy Spirit take charge. Some people will have planned how a service will go. There was a time in Ireland that a man of God came. This man of God, before God, a man, God is using him. But he wanted to begin to show off, and he brought anchorship. Plenty of them, and it was said, he said, this one's at 1,000 euros. And godly people, godly people, they started buying the, the anchorship. When the thing finished, they realized that there's only one left. He said, this one is the original, 3,000. You can, you need to see how many, you need to see how people are fighting to buy that one too. That's right. So it is not God that sent him. Mm. That is flesh. Mm. Sometimes we celebrate the anniversary of the wrong that has been done to you years ago. <laughs> the memory, of, you know, that memory opens up fresh wound. Unforgiveness will set in. And you start a new wave of revenge. We are not to remember that wrong anymore. If you are forgiven, please forget if you have truly forgiven the person, forget. When last did you hear from God? His voice puts us in check from misbehaving. If you don't hear from him, how do you intend to be led? Romans 8.14 says, For as many that are, that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons and the daughters of God. <laughs> When last did you hear from your father? When last did you hear God speak to you? So I remember the parable of the wedding feast in the book of Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 to 14. The Lord talked about the wedding feast and compared it to the kingdom of heaven. And it talks about the field garment that people came with on that day. Are you a worker in, in the vineyard of God and you are putting on a filthy garment? Sometimes that is what we put on before God. Fill the garments. The Bible says that our righteousness is like a fill the rag before God. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Daddy, please, that garment, in case I am putting that garment on this morning, Daddy, that filthy garment, please take it off me, Daddy. Please. Uh, the garment of holiness. put on me the garment of righteousness. put on me the garment of salvation. Please remove every filthy garment that I'm putting on before you this morning. All his foes, they will stand equal before him one day. There is no title. A man of God sent a, a text to me recently. He put a uh, doctor, pastor, doctor, uh, evangelist. He put about four different titles. And he said, I have not been commenting on this forum. It was one of the um, uh, platforms that I am among. And I said, I don't even know you. But you must be a big man of God. He said, yes. Say you are a pastor, you are a doctor, you are an evangelist, you are this. I said, um, you are a big man, big man of God. I said, well done. But I reminded him, your title will not take you to heaven. No. You better go and drop all of them and call yourself a brother. If you had come to me as a brother, if you had just come to me as an evangelist, I will, I will honor him. Every, every of his foes, they will stand equal before him. No title on that day. Amen. Pope will stand, will stand on his own. He will stand alone. Bishop. You will stand alone, Imam or Imam, whatever you are calling yourself. I don't worship, but you will stand before him. You will stand before Jesus, the judge. Wherever you may be hearing this message, you better come back to him and surrender your life to Jesus. All his foes, they will bow before him. There was a man in Kaduna, a Muslim general. The problem that has happened in Nigeria and Kaduna today, they are at the architect of this problem. Architect of this, problem. Mm. this man, every Christian under him, he, he, he messed up their life with any small thing that you do. You can be a colonel, it will just take you down to a major. Yes. All of them, they cried unto God, and the man became sick. Before the man died, the man was screaming, water, 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 fire. Fire was already burning him before he died. Fire was already burning. Fire was roasting him before he died. It was The only thing he was doing was screaming, fire, fire, fire. Before he gave up the ghost. Son, I remember the parable of the talents. Remember the parable of talents in Matthew 25, from verses 14 to that. Sir, Ma, what are you doing with your talent? What are you doing with that talent? Have you buried your talent? You can ask God this morning. That nonchalant attitude with the work of God, you think when you stand before him, he will smile at you? I remember Benihin. Pastor Benihin came out. He came out and he confessed. He said he was taken to heaven. 
He said when they got to heaven, the angels were smiling at him. He said when they came in contact with Jesus, the Lord frowned his face and said to him, all the things that you are doing, I never sent you. Take away from me. Benihin was given a second chance. He said, all the oil that he's saying he's selling those days, I would say this oil is from Israel. And you know, he, he cleverly will say, people should, people should sow. God never sent him to do that. He wasn't sent to do that. The man confessed. So how you can ask him for a second chance this morning. You can ask him for a second chance this morning. Have you buried your talent? What are you doing with it? Ask him for a second chance. Ask him for a second chance. Ask him for a second chance. Please give me 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 a second chance. My Lord and my God, I need a second chance. Give me a second chance. Give me a second chance. Have mercy on me, Father. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. Hell is not my destination. Hell is not my destination. Give me a second chance. Give me a second chance. My Father, my God, I need a second chance. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. In Acts chapter 10, number 38, as I remember, the Bible says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. The Bible says, He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Most of us, we've been anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power. What are we doing with it? Everywhere he went, he was doing good. Almighty oh, healer. When the people saw him, they started walking. Everywhere he went, Everywhere he went, he was doing Almighty healer, he blessed the leper. When the cripple saw him, I said, Everywhere he went, that don't let us be deceived. The Lord is coming soon. It's coming soon. We all give account. I will give account. You will give account. Every one of us will give account. Father, please count me worthy to reign with you in eternity. Please count me worthy, my Lord and my God, my Father and my God. Count me worthy to reign with you in eternity. Please count me worthy to reign with you in eternity. I pray, my Father and my God, in the name of Jesus. Please count me worthy. 